ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome, it is the Monday, August 22nd edition. The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We stream live at WRVC.com. Welcome in. Thanks for being a part of the program today. We're getting closer to the start of football season, of course, so we're going to hear from Charles Huff a little bit later on. I had a chance to be out there for Fan Day on Saturday. I got a chance to see a little bit of the team. I can't really talk too much about it, of course. Practices are closed, but I've seen a few things, and we've got Coach Huff. He's going to talk about it. Quarterback competition, it's still heating up. They're going to try to nail this down today. We might get a, an actual starter name tomorrow, the next day. They've got their final exam. They're going to actually get to go out there. We're going to see which one's the more complete quarterback, which one's going to be the quarterback that can actually go down and handle it. Maybe not the strongest arm or the best football IQ, but the guy that can actually just go down and run it, run it right. Be aware. The whole package. I think this is just me inferring. This is just me. I think it's going to be Columbia. But Cam Fancher might surprise. That's how close the quarterback competition is. You might see both of them out there. I don't know. But we got a chance to get a look at a few guys on Saturday. We're going to hear from Coach Huff a little bit later on in the program. We're going to open the phone lines up for you, give you a chance to be a part of the program, and – we're going to take your text. We're firing that up right now as we speak. The text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. That's the number to be a part of the program. And, of course, the old-fashioned way, I'm rolling solo today, so give me some time to actually pick up the call if you call. It is 877-420-TALK, 877 877- Four two zero eight two five five. How many of you yesterday? Since we're talking about football, I watched it till the the very bitter end. I watched the Bengals take on the Giants. I don't know why I watched it. The Bengals lost. Doesn't matter. It wouldn't have mattered if the Bengals won. None of that was important. Just getting some guys reps. You really didn't see anyone that's going to be a factor on game day when it counts. You didn't see Burrow. Why am I watching? Burrow's not playing. Why am I watching? But it was on NFL Network for once. Actually, a game. They actually televised a Bengals football game, and I got to see it live which is an improvement from what we've got in the years past where you would have to wait for the replay on NFL Network because even though I can look out my window and see Ohio, literally, I can stand up right now and see Ohio. I can't see teams from Ohio locally. I mean, literally, I can stand up right now. I Actually, I don't have to stand up. I see hills. For my window, I see hills in Ohio, trees, clouds. The clouds are over Ohio, and the trees, I see them. They're growing in Ohio. I see all. I see you, Ohio. And yet, I can't see the Bengals live unless it's on national television. I can't see it locally. You could hear it locally. We got you covered. We had the game on Sunday. 
So you're covered that way. And if you know, you know. For years, the only way you can get the Bengals would be for radio. If Unless it was a national game. If it was a Steelers, you get to see the Bengals and Steelers twice a year. We see that. That we get to see. Maybe the Bengals and the Browns. Maybe the Bengals and Ravens. Maybe. If the Bengals are on Fox, we'll get to see that game. I think that's going to change. There's some primetime games this year. I think you're going to see the Bengals a little bit more. Hopefully the television schedule will allow that. But no matter what, we've got that for you here again. Local radio, live local radio. We do it right so that was fun to that was fun to listen to, watched a little bit of it. I'm not worried about the team right now. I really can't put my finger on anything that was standout impressive. I can't put my finger on anything that was wrong because I don't think that they're going through camp the way you normally would because they had such a long stretch in the playoffs. I would keep my guys fresh as much as possible. And, of course, with only three preseason games, and by the third preseason game, third preseason game was dress rehearsal anyway. It was dress rehearsal. You got the starters out, the ones. Ones went against the ones. You get to see that for, what, a quarter, a half, and it was done, and we're charging full price for that, of course, the NFL. So, thankfully, this time, We're only seeing three preseason games, and we're getting one added to the regular season. So when you pay for that game, you actually get a game instead of a dress rehearsal or a glorified scrimmage. With that said, I was watching it. It just didn't hold my interest. When Burrow's back out, my interest will be held. He's he's the popular kid right now. He's so popular, I can't even find the issue of Sports Illustrated with him on the cover. To be fair, I can't even find an issue of Sports Illustrated on a newsstand. Could someone tell me where I can go? I haven't tried the bookstore downtown yet. I haven't tried there. But I've gone, when I was out, to several places where they have magazines. To be fair, I haven't actually gone to buy a magazine in years. Absolutely have not went looking for a magazine, a, a physical magazine. I've not done that. This was the one. Burrow was on the cover. It was the NFL preview. Why not? They're actually talking about the Bengals. I want to get the I want to get that preview edition. I want to get the Sports Illustrated Burrow edition. So if someone's got that, could you bring that to the station? Can you just drop me off a copy? I'd like to get the college preview too. But I saw on the newsstands, like the fantasy magazines, they're all over the place. I don't need a fantasy football magazine. I need an NFL preview magazine with Joe Burrow on the cover. I need that. So would one of you, would one of you be kind enough to go find me one and bring it to me? Just drop it off the station, mail it to me, that's fine. NFL preview, if you see that as well, you know, get that, get the college preview for me. I, would you do that for me? That would be great. Just so I can have it. Because I don't know where you go to get a magazine anymore. 
I mean, we're at that point because I've not gone to look for a magazine. I would just pass them. Go to the grocery store. I would completely ignore the magazines because it was the magazines dedicated to daytime soaps. Those are going away. So you really don't have that stuff much anymore. You have the, the tabloids. Do people even pick those up anymore? Weekly World News, is that still out? I don't know. I haven't gone looking for that. You know, I don't buy the... I don't know what magazines are left to be printed, honestly. I see that. It's just like a jumble. It looks like the same TV guide that's been there for six months. And it's not even TV guide. It doesn't have TV listings in it. I'll tell you how, how long it has been since I, I've bought a magazine, and I just wanted I wanted to buy one. Wanted to pay the overpriced fee. And I can't find it, so help me out if you can. We'll talk about the Bengals a little bit later on. We got Coach Huff. We're going to do that. I thought you might be interested in hearing what he had to say on Saturday. We're getting close to deciding who's going to be the quarterback, Thundering Herd. Who's going to be the starter of the Marshall Thundering Herd? That's what we really want to know. Who's going to start for the Thundering Herd? I'll tell you this. I think it's going to be Henry. I think it's going to be Columbia. But Cam Fancher is making it hard. That's a good situation. You've got a solid number two, whichever direction you go. But I would think the guy that came in out of the transfer portal is going to be the guy that's going to be the starting quarterback for the Thundering Herd. That's just my guess. I don't think that script's going to be changing anytime soon. I don't think you're going to change that narrative. Your quarterback... I believe is set, even though Coach Huff is making sure he's doing his due diligence, at least that's what he said. Someone asked me today, is that real what Coach said? That it's a close competition? Like, yeah, of course it's real. Sure it's real. Coach said it was real, so it's real. There's a competition. You got two guys that do different things. Which one do you go with? I think you go with the veteran leadership. I think you go with the guy that came in through the transfer portal. I don't think you bring him in just to back up. He doesn't make the jump to back up Cam Fancher. Nice guy, but I don't think he makes that decision. I'm going to go to Marshall and be the backup at Marshall University. No, he came to Marshall to be the starter, to play to play for the season because he has been the second guy. He hasn't been the guy. He hasn't had that opportunity to be the guy. So I think the quarterback situation has been settled. You just have a quarterback room that actually is competitive. You've got two guys that are mostly battling it out. But at the end of the day, I think it's going to be Columbia. It's going to be Henry to be the quarterback of the Thundering Herd, that could change, though. I mean, Coach Huff could listen to this show right now and go, you know what, you're absolutely wrong. It's going to be Cam. He's the coach. He can make that decision. If you ask me what I think, I think it's going to be Henry. We'll find out what Coach has to say. That's coming up when we continue. We'll get your text in. The text line, again, is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. You can find me on Twitter as well, at Paul Swan. More coming up with this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't forget the text line is open for you at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Toll free, that is the line to call. You can text locally, 304 304- 396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Welcome back to The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. How many of you made it out to Fan Day on Saturday? I saw a good deal of you. We were all crowded against each other. I was trying to leave the concourse area. You were trying to get in. I had to go around you. I literally had to, and that's cool, that means people were showing up. I had to actually go down and exit through the bottom of the stadium and walk my way up the ramp so I could get back to where I needed to be. Because you were lined up, ready to go, to get your schedule poster signed. You were set and ready. And that was cool. That was cool to see. Players seem to have a good time. That was a fun event for a lot of herd fans. I don't know if I'm the guy to do that, though. I don't know if I'm going to stand in line and get my poster signed by everybody. First of all, I didn't have a poster to get signed. I was there for other things. But I don't know if I'm going to stand in line and get my poster signed. Because I'm sitting there thinking, well, you because they have beverages on their table, and you know you're going to spill your beverage on. And am I going to get mad at you because you spilled your Gatorade on my poster that that somebody just signed, and now you got to it, and you're dripping all over my poster, and by the time I get my poster done, it's it's just it's just a mess. Or is that just me? That's just me thinking. But that seemed to be a good event, and you got a chance to catch up with Coach Huff. That was fun from earlier today. I, I hope that. Here in the next few weeks, we can finally get everything put to bed, and this team is set, ready to go. So let me get my notes here. I didn't type them out today, so I actually have them on a notepad today. I went old school today for the for the notes. And Coach Huff on Saturday, he was in a good mood. That w- Now, if you didn't hear him, Before he got to us, I'm surprised you didn't hear him because he was vocal. That's all I'll say is he was vocal out there, and that's good. A little volume to get your point across, but it was a good day, Coach thought, as camp is winding down and we're getting to actually getting ready for games now. Here's Coach Huff's assessment of what he saw on Saturday. Uh, We had a different focus. Not a different focus, but we wanted to kind of get – um, to figure out what the back half of our roster was going to look like, some of the young guys, some of the new guys, um, you know, our threes and fours, um, you know, some of those plug-in twos. Um, so getting them some real work, you know, not scripted, just kind of you know playing the series, playing the down, down the distance awareness. Um, some of the things that you don't always get to get with the threes and fours, you know, because of how you're working with the, the older guys. Um, saw some good things today. Um, saw some guys who really was able to kind of manage, um, you know, the situations. Um, saw some guys who were uh, a little bit uh, overwhelmed by the situation. Um, so we'll be able to move forward. Uh, we wanted to play our kind of our quarterbacks with the, for lack of better words, different O-line. Um, it's easy when you're standing behind the ones and you can stand back there and take all your time or you're seven on seven, take all your time. But 
when you start getting some other younger guys in there, you got to kind of move a little bit. You got to kind of be on time. So that's why we wanted to make sure that they got the feel of that pressure and being able to get the ball out on time. I thought they did some good things. Um, I think you guys saw Cam, you know, was able to get out on the run, which was really good. Um, that's one of the things that he's, um, you know, he brings to the table. Um, I think the beauty of it with Cam, um, he's not just a runner. You know, he can throw it too. So he doesn't just rely on first read, take off. Um, I think you saw Henry kind of move the group down the field on the uh, two-minute drive there, which was really good. Um, standing out there, he, he's, he's kind of got that quarterback command. You know, he's telling guys, you know, hey, be alert. If he moves inside, I'm throwing to you. You know what I mean? Just little things that an experienced quarterback does. Um, I thought both of them actually did some good things differently today. Um, obviously, I thought our, our wideouts in the third down period last week, we weren't really good. This week, we were much better. Um, defense kind of stood up in the uh, red area, which was really good. Um, got a chance to get some kicking done, which was really good. Um, so for where we are to kind of end camp from a two-a-day, you know, just football um, standpoint, I think we're in a good spot. Uh, we're going to start school next week, and we will do a mock game week to kind of get the new guys used to how we do things on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all the way through. Um, so. Good day. Obviously, once we watch the film, there'll be a lot to clean up. We'll be able to decide who goes down the scout team. We'll make that decision tomorrow. Who stays up with the travel squad? Who kind of does a little bit of both because they're ready but not ready? Um, so, feel really good. Coach feels really good. Trying to get that depth put together. Now, sit back, look at the film, start putting your starting lineup together. I can't wait. One thing I'm going to do this year, once we get that starting lineup, I'm going to go back and look at some of these publications. I've got Lindy's right here. I've got Lindy's Sports Annual right here. And I'm going to go down the list of all the magazines that I've got access to. I didn't actually go get these magazines, by the way. Go back to earlier. I have Bill Cornwell for that. Yeah, there's a guy, by the way, news director, Bill Cornwell. Where, why isn't he bringing me a Sports Illustrated? Let's put him on blast. Mr. Magazine, where is he at here with what I need? But I want to go back. Like, okay, quarterback, Lindy's, Henry Columbia, okay. Running back, Rasheen Ali, wide receiver, Corey Gamage, wide receiver, Shadid Ahmed, Wide receiver, Brian Robinson. Tight end, Devin Miller. We can go down the whole list here. I just want to compare. Coaches, projected starters, and the media's projected starters. That's, that's the conversation I want to have. Did we get it right? Did we figure this out before Coach figured it out? Or did we all know and we're just now going through the dance of, oh, here's my starters. We all know. It's, it's going to be Rasheen Ali. We all know that. He is going to be a running back for the Thundering Herd that you're going to see all season long. We know that. What else did Coach say on Saturday? Well, speaking of starters, we looking at, if I go by the magazines here, I go by I go by the magazine. I bought Athlon. I actually did say I didn't go looking for it. I found it. I bought Athlon. I have that. 
Henry Columbia. He's the quarterback. He's the guy. Lindy's. Columbia. He's the quarterback. He's the guy. I'm looking. I'm looking. I don't see Cam's name on any of these things. I even have Sideline Sports Network. It was pretty good, actually. Pretty good preview by those guys, actually. I got that. And Henry Columbia. He's projected quarterback. Everybody's projecting Henry. So, Coach, who's going to be the quarterback? Are you close to telling us? Uh, we'll probably do it in the middle of next week. We, we had set in our minds to do it the middle of next week anyway, just because we knew this scrimmage was going to be important. Um, we got another um, kind of a situational seven-on-seven seven that we do at the end of camp uh, where we kind of let the quarterbacks call the plays. We give them the down and distance, and they call their, their play um, just to see who has command, who's got a feel. Um, so we want to still do that, and then we'll probably make one Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, that's just kind of how we planned it out. I think that that quarterback, and we'll do a two-minute where they call the plays, and we'll do a seven-on-seven seven, you know, where we just give them the down the distance and they call the plays. Not to say that the quarterback's going to be the play caller, but you get a real feel for who gets it. You know, hey, on third and five, if you call all go, then you're playing Madden and not playing football. You know what I mean? Or if you can't verbalize our system and formations and motions, that's an issue. So that's kind of like their final exam, which will be, you know, we let them, and then we'll, at the end of practice uh, Monday, we'll let them call two-minute. We'll give them a situation, and we'll say go. Um, and just see who's able to, not necessarily who's an offensive coordinator, but see who's able to get in the flow. Hey, it's second and seven. What do I need? Hey, I got to get the ball out of bounds here. What play do I want to call? Um, I know I need, you know, 10 yards here. or You know, it's fourth and 10. I got to get a 10-yard play. What am I thinking? That way, when the coordinator is, is the coordinator and the quarterback are on the same page, he comes off the field in game day, he can kind of say, hey, I really like such and such route. You know, hey, they're playing bracket coverage. I really like to think we can go to X, Y, and Z. That feedback is helpful. Or, you know, we call a play, you know, we get to the sideline, he says, yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing the receiver on such and such. So we stay out of that play. So their final exam will be Monday, and then we'll, we'll, we'll announce a, a guy probably Tuesday, Wednesday, depending um, when we get it graded and everything. Okay. So as soon as Coach gets his red marker out, goes over the film, fills out the final report card, we're going to find out which quarterback passed with the highest marks. Who's going to be the starting quarterback? It's going to be Henry. I can say that. Coach can't say that. I'm going to say that. It's going to be Henry. Henry Columbia. He is going to be the starting quarterback of your Marshall Thundering Herd. But how close is this competition really? And this was the question I was asked earlier. Someone pulled me aside, Paul. Is he for real? Yes, he is for real. There is a competition. It has not just been one guy out there. It has been a competition, and I'm not playing on words. There's not this guy's practicing and all competing. There has been a competition between the two quarterbacks for the number one spot, and so he's got this system he's going through. He's got this final exam, and I asked him, is it really necessary? Do you need this final bit of information, this final phase of what you're doing to make this determination and he said it's a close competition you do need this because if they can't go through this you don't want to make that mistake without having this opportunity to see what they can do once you give them the keys to the car and say okay here you go yeah I think it's a close competition because I think they're polar opposites you know and and when I say polar opposites 
the things that Henry's able to do to separate himself, Cam can't do. The things that Cam can do to separate himself, Henry can't do. Um, so to me, it's going to come down to who has command of the system, not who understands the system, but who's got command of it, who understands why we're calling a certain play on this down and distance. Are we just calling it because you know, it's on the call sheet and we just point our finger down and call it? No, we're calling this play because we're going to think we're getting this coverage, this leverage, get the ball to this guy. Now, the defense may dictate, okay, they took it away. Where do you go? So I do think the final exam is, is, is needed. Um, and then, too, I, I think you know, anytime you set a plan, you got to work the plan. You know, we, we set the plan to have the final after this scrimmage. I think it's only fair to do it um, because then you don't and you kick yourself in the butt saying, you know, first game we get in a two-minute drive and, you know, he's looking over the sideline like, well, you know what the play is going to be. You know what I mean? So you, you got to finish your plan, I think. Finish the play. Finish the plan. Trust the process. Trust the process. Uh, one name that did come up, because uh, Coach talked about getting some guys, some opportunities, looking at the depth chart, who's going to be filling out the back half of the roster. And one guy, one guy that's name came up, he looked pretty good out there, was Ethan Payne. And so he was asked about Ethan, and, and Coach talked a little bit more about what he's doing out there, what he brings. Yeah, I think Ethan is, is obviously one of the guys we got to decide, do we have a two-back rotation or do we have a three? Um, and then the reality of it is, you know, I've been coaching running backs for a very long time. I've never went through a season where you just ran two. At some point, that third guy is going to become the second guy or the first guy I've been in situations. So I think it was good for him today um, to kind of get all of the system and not just, hey, you know, Ethan's going in with the twos or the threes. You know, hey, you're, you're in there from the start. You're in there in too many. You're in there on third down. Hey, you're coming out because we're doing something special. You're going back in. I think that's really good for him. Um, he's grown a lot. Um, he's gotten a lot more agile. You know, he was kind of uh, the uh, Al Bundy when he first got here, which was just straight ahead, run everything over. Um, he's changed his body a lot. He's got a lot more agile. I think his brother showing up and being a little more athletic than him challenged him. Uh, we always pick on him about that. But uh, he's done a really good job. He's done a good job. And you got that from the coach himself. It might not be a two-back running system. It might be three. You could see three guys out there getting the snaps and the rotation. I'd like to see one time, you might be telegraphing what you're doing a little bit. Hey, go out there, you got three backs in the backfield. I'm, I'm okay with plays like that sometimes. Just put three guys out there. All right, got to stop one of them. Which one is it going to be? It's like a shell game. Where's the football going to go? So three backs. You're going to see more of Ethan Payne. Just write that down right now. More Ethan Payne coming up for Thundering Herd. So how much better is this team? I mean, that's a flat-out flat question. That was asked on Saturday. How much better is this team than a couple of weeks ago? How much better? Coach thinks the team is much better. I think we are more um, competitively mature, meaning we understand now it's third and seven. We're going to compete for those seven yards. Um, to kind of start camp the first couple of weeks, we were just playing plays. You know, it just you know, it was third and eight. Well, I'm standing at 12 yards. Well, that's 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 not competitive. You know, what I mean, I'm I'm standing at seven. I'm gonna make you earn this yard. I think we got that. I think we got a lot more uh, continuity um, between the quarterbacks, both of them, and a handful of receivers. We're still trying to develop another two to three. Um, so I feel I feel we we've gotten a lot more continuity. I think Henry and Cam know. Hey, when so and so does this move, this is what he's gonna do. Hey, so and so likes this leverage on this. 
Um, so I think that helps. They are mature. They're a mature group. Another group that seems to be maturing is your secondary. You got Isaiah Norman out there. You got Andre Sam out there. What are they bringing? Where are they improving? And there's some maturity there, according to Coach. Yeah, they've done a really good job. I think their maturity in their approach has been the best. Um, and when I say maturity in their approach, they've come out every day with a workman's get better mentality. They don't need a jump starter. You know, they don't need a coach to say, hey, let's go. They hit the grass um, and they're ready. I think, you know, you look at where they've come from, coming from a, you know, one double A school coming here. Um, I think they're a little more appreciative. That's been a little bit of our philosophy in the transfer portal. Fill needs with appreciative players um, and wherever that comes from. But those two guys have really hit both of those. We had a need and they're really appreciative. Obviously, they can play the game of football, but they appreciate the opportunity to be here at Marshall, uh, which makes you show up to work. Like, I appreciate being the head coach. So I show up at work every day at 530 with a smile. Um, it's not a drag. It's not, uh, well, here we go again. Um, and so I think when you tie that together, you feel a need, which is great. But then that appreciation, I think that fits what we are. And finally, from Saturday, you know, cap is not fun. You get tired of hitting the same guy over and over again. You want to get ready to hit somebody else. It's sort of like rough and rowdy on Friday night. You want to go hit somebody different. You work out. You spar. You you go over the same thing with the same person. You want to go hit somebody else. You want to hit some different people. And that's where we're at now. You're getting ready to hit some different people. Gets Gets old after a while hitting that same guy. Right? It gets old. If you're out there right now, it, it gets really tiresome to try to deal with Kobe Cumberlander all the time. Like, I got to stop Kobe again. Same thing. Like, look, I got to hit Eli Neal again. I got to hit Abraham Boplan another day. Can I get somebody else? I'm tired of hitting Charlie Gray. I'm tired of looking at Stephen Gilmore. I want to see somebody else out there. Those are my guys, by the way. I love the defense for the Thundering Herd. Like, well, you know, the defense probably sitting there going, you know, I'm I'm tired of looking, I'm tired of trying to cover Talik Keaton. Give me somebody else. I'm I'm sick and tired of looking at Talik Keaton. I don't want to see him anymore. I don't want to see Corey Gamage. Give me somebody else to cover. I know all these moves. He knows all mine. It's no fun. Give me somebody else. And I can really actually floor that guy. Because he's not my guy. So I, I can't hurt my guy. I, I want to hurt somebody else. You, you know you know the attitude here? You don't really want to go out and hurt somebody. But you want to put a hurting on him. Like a little, little stinger on him. You know, oh, that was a tough hit. You, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, right? Well, it gets tiresome. You want to go out there and, and clash with somebody else. You want to go play a game. And so now you get to focus on getting ready for game. After this final exam, you get to start transitioning into focusing on another opponent, focusing on Norfolk State. Different guys to hit. So Coach talked about that focus and just getting ready to the point where you're now doing more game prep. You're working that into your system. Yeah, we're, we're, we're tired of hitting each other. <laughs> so, um and that, and that every year I've been in this thing, you get to that point in camp, you know, everybody's tired of hitting each other. Um, and I think where we are, especially with our first two groups, um, there's a lot of competitiveness, you know what I mean? So you're not just hitting, 
you know, a dummy. I mean, you're hitting a guy that's hitting back. And I think, you know, after 14 days of it, it starts to wear on you a little bit. Um, but I think we're in a good spot. You know, we'll make the turn now and we'll split and we'll start doing some scout preview stuff uh, for Norfolk State. Uh, we'll also do some preview stuff for any unorthodox systems that we may see this year. Um, I learned that from Coach Saving when we were um, at Alabama. You know, we always worked on Auburn when, when Gus was there because it was a little unorthodox. Uh, we always worked on um, Arkansas when Barry Odom started running the 3-3 joker. Even in camp, we'd spend a day or two just to, just to expose these guys. Because, again, you, you can't do it all in three days, right? So, but at least if you can say, hey, remember now, we play this front to this, you know, this look, it kind of helps. Marshall football coach Charles Huff. We'll find out tomorrow or maybe Wednesday. We're going to find out soon. Starting quarterback. I'm going to put the bet down on Henry Columbia. Henry is your going to he's your here's your quarterback. I mean it says so right here in all these football publications that I have that I've gathered, I've read upon. All my notes say Henry Columbia's the quarterback. Don't make me go change my notes. He's the quarterback. I'm going to have to go retype my notes if that's the case. If, ch- if coach changes it up on me, I'm going to have to make a, make a typo correction here or something. Henry Columbia, he's your quarterback. He's going to – well, Cam looks good too. But the guy coming out of the transfer portal is going to be your quarterback. The guy coming from Texas Tech is your quarterback. Coach can't say that. I can say that. Coach will always be right, but I'm going to be right. This, I'm right. I'm correct here. Henry Columbia, here's your starting quarterback. You know the herd's going to be on the NFL Network? Did you hear that today? Well, if you haven't, I'm telling you about it. When we continue, and we'll look at a couple other things. Uh, herd's going to be on the NFL Network. It only took Marshall getting into a new conference to finally get on the NFL Network. Remember that Conference USA deal where Conference USA schools will be on NFL Network? You remember that? And then COVID happened and it just fell apart. You remember all those bad games on NFL Network because NFL Network came after in this cobbled together TV package? And so you're sitting there thinking, why are all these bad Conference USA matchups on NFL Network. It's because all the good Conference USA matchups were taken already. So finally, Marshall is on NFL Network. I'll tell you what game. That's a tease. See, in radio, we've got a we got a tease because you know we got to take stop sets, we got to stop down, take a commercial break, come back. You get the deal. More coming up. It's the drive. ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, subscribe. Hit that, hit that like button. Hit that, hit that follow button. Hit that subscribe button. My goal is to become the number one podcast in America based out of Huntington, West Virginia. That's my goal. Become Huntington, West Virginia's number one podcast in America. That is the goal. I mean, it probably already is true, but I just want to—I want to go leaps and bounds. I want to make that happen. I want bigger download numbers. I don't even want number two to even think that they're in competition with me. So make that happen. Follow, subscribe, like, whatever adjective you want to use. Listen to the show on the podcast.
Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you've heard the show live, go back and listen to it again. You might have missed something. Welcome back. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Herds on NFL Network. How about this? And I, like, I love the press release that came out today in collaboration with ESPN. Right there that says all I need to know in collaboration with ESPN because if you're on ESPN, good things happen to you. Not CBS Sports Network, not not you, what was it before? What was the Sinclair Network that Marshall was on? What was it, the American Sports Network, the American Gladiators Network? What was that network? Uh, that was prior to Stadium. Stadium's decent. The network before, you know what I'm talking about. What was it, the American American Pickers Network? You know what I'm talking about. I don't remember what it is because it, it looked like, again, it, seriously, it looked like it was the American Gladiators Network. But Marshall's finally on the NFL Network. Bowling Green, the herd on the road at Bowling Green, Saturday, September 17th. So we got the kick time. It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock on Saturday, September 17th. Write it down. Marshall at Bowling Green on the NFL Network. And, of course, Bowling Green is a pleasant road trip for Herd fans. It's a doable road trip. I I made that road trip. I made that road trip. Thank you, Spencer. By the way, Spencer Dupuy, who is listening to the show, text me the American Sports Network. Thank you, Spencer. I appreciate you listening. I always can count on Spencer to listen to the show and look things up like he used to do as the uh, as the intern producer of this show. To this day, he is still fulfilling that role and still not getting paid for it. So thank you, t- Spencer, for texting me that. The American Sports Network. I appreciate that, Spencer. So that was the network that Marshall used to be on. Now Marshall's on ESPN and the NFL Network where that used to be part of the Conference USA package. You get a a whole bunch of games on NFL Network. I talked to Mike Hamrick about that, the former athletic director, how great it was, the TV exposure. We we talked about how you're going to be on a national audience, NFL Network. And Marshall never saw the NFL Network. Instead, Marshall was relegated to the American Sports Network and Facebook. Twitter. Okay, no, there were no Twitter live streaming games. Oh, this is so much better. Marshall's in such a better place right now with the TV package. So much better. You can actually watch the games now. How about that? You can actually watch the games. Your broadband may vary. That's a real issue here in Mountain State. But other than that, you can finally watch the games. I like it. September 17th. Heard on NFL Network. Eastern Michigan at Louisiana, that's the other Sun Belt game that's going to be on September 10th. So NFL Network sort of doing a little Sun Belt action. Louisiana's a good game again. And of course there are Mac tie-ins here as well. So I mean this serves everybody. The Mac tie-in, Bowling Green Marshall. It's fantastic. That's it. That's all I had today. That's my news. Quick break. We'll wrap it up. Drive ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I have one more news note I want to get into. Real quick, I don't have much time for it. Apparently, the Marshall Maniacs are no more. It's over. There are no more Maniacs. You cannot be a Maniac and student talk at Marshall. You can't be a Maniac. You're not a Maniac anymore. Instead, the official student club of Marshall Athletics is now called the Stampede. It is a rebrand of the former group, so the Maniacs, I'm sorry, now members of the Stampede, part of the Big Green Scholarship Foundation, you get membership by dropping $25-5. And here's what you get. You get a T-shirt. You get a keychain. I, hey, I want the keychain. I haven't seen it, but I need a keychain. So could somebody, somebody know anybody over there? Can I get a keychain maybe? You get a laptop sticker. I, I, that would be cool. I, I could do. You get a student guest ticket. Get the home football games. But okay, a home. A home football game. It's a $20 value. And you get a Herd Perks discount card. When I think of Herd Perks, I always think of Josh Perky, you know, former Marshall basketball player, Josh Perky. Every time I hear Herd Perks, I'm thinking of Josh Perky. I don't know why. So you become official members of the Big Green Scholarship Foundation, and you get all the perks. The perks. All right. You know what? Spencer Dupuis, you are listening to this show, streaming it. My former intern, book Ryan Crisp for this show. Spencer, since you're still listening to this show, you're still sending me texts every day, book Ryan Crisp. Get him on the show, the Associate Director of Development. Uh, actually, um, this isn't a bad move. You become a member of the Big Green early. They get you in. You kind of see what the benefits are of being in the Big Green. And you get a few items. You get that discount card. You get that shirt. You get that keychain. You get that laptop sticker. You get that guest ticket. So if you've got someone, friend in town, you want to bring them along for a game, you can do that. That's it. That's the show. Uh, you have questions, they have an email. Thestampede at marshall.edu. Uh, this is, however, going to be a lawsuit soon because uh, that used to be the show name of the short-lived Dave Wilson podcast, The Stampede. This is a trademark violation, I think, unless Dave has given them the permission. I, I, I haven't heard back from Dave yet. But that used to be the name of Dave's podcast, The Stampede. So I'm thinking maybe maybe he got a T-shirt and a keychain. I don't know. Have a great night, everyone. Back tomorrow. We'll do it again here at ESPN. Good night. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.